Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com forward slash credit card. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Welcome in Fox Sports Radio Studios brought to you by Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. And heat is the main cause of battery failure, so it's important to have a tough battery. Duralast batteries are designed and tested to start at extreme temperatures up to 167 degrees. They're proven tough and sold only at AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. We have entered insanity land, a totally absurd world where anything can happen in the NBA. And I didn't think this was possible, but yesterday, Stephen A. Smith went on his own show as a guest, I think. I don't know where the hell this audio came from. And said... That if LeBron James were with Kyrie Irving right now, he would be tempted to beat Kyrie's ass. This is real life. Listen to this audio. I heard this and I couldn't believe it. This is ESPN going all in on the story of the day. How is LeBron responding to Kyrie Irving's request for a trade? And apoplectic Stephen A. Smith had this to say. Kyrie did not know that LeBron was coming back to Cleveland. So Kyrie was salty from that moment. Now, it doesn't mean that they had a contentious relationship. They've talked on many occasions. According to my sources, LeBron James has tried to appease him at every turn. A matter of fact, I had sources in LeBron James camp literally tell me, and I'm quoting, I'm quoting Charles, if Kyrie was, if Kyrie Irvin was in front of LeBron James right now, LeBron James would be tempted, quote, to beat his ass. <laughs> Can you believe this? 
I don't even that the NBA like I've made the argument before that the NBA is basically the WWE. And I'm a WWE fan. You guys know that last week I was at Raw. I love the entertainment value of somebody holding a mic and screaming. The the Golden State Warriors have so driven the rest of the NBA insane that LeBron James is now threatening to beat Kyrie Irving's ass through two levels of remove. He told his buddy who told Stephen A. Smith that. First of all, how ridiculous is that? People want to say, oh, LeBron James is every bit as good as Michael Jordan. Can you imagine Michael Jordan sending a message through a guy like Stephen A. Smith that he wants to beat Kyrie Irving's ass? You don't want to make an enemy out of me. There you go. Is there anything more ridiculous than having your friend tell somebody else that if you see them, you might beat their ass? Think about this for a minute, how absurd and ridiculous this is. If you're upset, first of all, LeBron James is almost 33, all right? You should be out of the game of trying to beat anybody's ass by the time you are 30. If you are 30 years old and you get into a fight, you are an idiot, all right? I think you're an idiot if you get into a fight and you're like 27, 28, or 29. You're too old at that point to get into a fight unless you are trying to protect your family or you make a living as a fighter. To me, if you are over the... Am I the only person who believes this? If you are over the age of 27 and you get into a fight, it is virtually indefensible of you to have gotten into that fight unless you are protecting your family, yourself, or you make a living as someone who fights, right? If you are in the military and you get into a fight, all right, you're defending the country. If you are Conor McGregor or Floyd Mayweather and you get into a fight, okay, that's your profession. If you are LeBron James and you are threatening to beat somebody up at the age of 33, you are a loser and a bully, right? I mean, just think about this. If somebody nowadays, if you were at work and you are 33 years old and you threaten to beat somebody's ass, you get fired, right? Period. People want to talk about what a great role model LeBron James is. I think this guy is a total bitch. I have for a long time. I think LeBron James demands that everybody bow down to him. I think LeBron James demands that everybody on his team acknowledge that he is the king. And I think if you aren't willing to do that, which it appears that Kyrie Irving is not willing to do, then he tries to put all his henchmen out there to make you look like a bad guy. I think that's what this is about right now. LeBron James is insulted because he believes that he's the alpha dog and he wants everybody else on that team to acknowledge that they are a beta, that they are willing to do whatever LeBron James says. To go so far right now as to send a message to Stephen A. Smith that if you are around Kyrie Irving right now, you would be tempted to beat his ass is to me, I I am so far on Team Kyrie Irving right now. I think you have to break this down. Which side of the equation are you on? 33-year-old man threatening to beat up a 25-year-old man because you are unhappy with what he wants to do in his professional life. That's It's beyond the pale to me 
it is indefensible of LeBron James. If you are just waking up this morning, I want you to listen to this audio again. Tell me, is there a single person in America right now who can defend LeBron James at the age of nearly 33 years old threatening to beat up Kyrie Irving because he wants to be traded off of the Cleveland Cavaliers. This is Stephen A. Smith. Of all the people that you could use to send a message from, you, mister, you don't want to make an enemy out of me. Here's Stephen A. Smith on LeBron James threatening to beat Kyrie Irving's ass. He did not know that LeBron was coming back to Cleveland. So Kyrie was salty from that moment. Now, it doesn't mean that they had a contentious relationship. They've talked on many occasions. According to my sources, LeBron James has tried to appease him at every turn. A matter of fact, I had sources in LeBron James camp literally tell me, and I'm quoting, I'm quoting Charles, if Kyrie was, if Kyrie Irvin was in front of LeBron James right now, LeBron James would be tempted, quote, to beat his ass. It's amazing. You've got to be kidding me. We're talking about the best player in the NBA at the age of 33 threatening through his buddy via Stephen A. Smith that he's going to beat Kyrie Irving's ass. First of all, don't they have each other's phone number? I, 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 a crazy idea here. But if you're LeBron James and you're upset with Kyrie Irving, shouldn't you try and make this situation go away like adults do? By actually talking yourselves. I, call me crazy. But if I have an issue with somebody, I call them. Or I meet with them face-to-face. I don't try and send a message through Stephen A. Smith that I'm going to beat somebody's ass. I'm 38 years old. If I get into a fight, there better be a terrorist running around with an AK-47 trying to shoot somebody. There better be somebody trying to injure my family. If you hear that I get into a fight, because I'm mad at somebody because of something they did professionally, I should go to prison. That is, you're way too old to be behaving like that. This is LeBron James acting like he's 18 years old. Everybody talks about how mature LeBron James is. I think LeBron James is a bitch. Can you imagine Michael Jordan ever doing anything like this at all? Sending a message through Ahmad Rashad back in the day that he was going to beat Scottie Pippen's ass? Come on. Now, Michael Jordan may have fought with dudes in practice. He may have punched Steve Kerr back in the day. But that's in practice, in between the lines, getting mad during competition. That's not beta male sending a message through somebody else. See, LeBron James has got rabbit ears, rabbit ears, and he's a bitch. And this is perfect evidence of it. You're a 33-year-old grown-ass man. 33. You're almost old enough to be president. And you're threatening to beat a 25-year-old's ass because he doesn't want to play on your basketball team anymore? This is like the kid trying to take the ball and go home in your neighborhood back when you were 9 or 10 years old and he was losing. I'm going to take my basketball and go home. I'm going to take my kickball and go home. And then, oh, you know how mad LeBron is? He might come beat your ass. At least that's what he told somebody else. I don't know what he said himself, but that's what he said. Is there a single person on earth who can defend LeBron James right now? Threatening to beat Kyrie Irving's ass because he wants to not be on this total bitches team anymore. 877-996-6369. Your reaction. Again, 
insane news from the NBA. It's one thing for Kyrie Irving to want to trade. It's another thing entirely for LeBron James to send a message through his friends to Stephen A. Smith that he wants to beat Kyrie Irving's ass. I think this is indefensible. I've never heard something that makes me more convinced that LeBron James is a fake alpha male. This is more proof that Draymond Green was right. LeBron James is a bitch. Your call's next, 877-996-6369. If you don't listen, I'm going to beat you up. This is Outkick the Coverage on Fox Sports Radio. Live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Great news. Quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Good morning. It's the return of LeBitch James sending message that he's so unhappy with Kyrie Irving wanting to leave his (laughs) – well played on the music coming back, by the way. He's so unhappy that Kyrie Irving wants to leave that he's got to send a message about how angry he is. And he's a 33-year-old man who's threatening to beat up somebody else. Like he's 12 years old and in fifth grade or sixth grade, and somebody on his team has made him mad. Oh, so mad. LeBron James is so mad. Such a bitch. Oh, I'm going to beat somebody up. You don't want to make an enemy out of me. I'm going to use Stephen A. Smith to send a message to Kyrie Irving that I will beat him up. Or not just that I'll beat him up, but I'll be tempted to beat him up if I see him in person. I'm a grown man who is so uncomfortable with somebody else making a career decision that disagrees with my worldview that if I see them, I've got to physically attack them. Think about the message you're sending there. Think about the message you are sending. I am unhappy with another grown man's professional decision about whether or not he wants to do, be employed at the same place as me, that I'm going to beat him up. Like, imagine if you were a FedEx driver, and somebody didn't like driving trucks at FedEx, and they decided they wanted to work at UPS instead. How ridiculous would it be if you were that FedEx driver, and you showed up the next day at work and beat him up, and you were over the age of 30, and you were a foot taller, and you also outweighed somebody by 100 pounds? They're not even in the same weight class. LeBron James is infinitely bigger than Kyrie Irving. And he's doing what bitches do. He's trying to physically dominate and intimidate Kyrie Irving. Which is probably the reason why Kyrie Irving doesn't want to be on LeBron James's banana boat. It's the reason he doesn't want to go get his ass kicked by the Golden State Warriors again. And then when LeBron James leaves and he's a stooge and he's left with all these old dudes who suck, Kyle Korver... Iman Shumpert, J.R. Smith, Tristan Thompson, a bunch of guys he knows that LeBron got overpaid because they're willing to be LeBron's bitches, and they're no good anymore. And then everybody blames him because the Cavs suck, and he's got an entire team built around LeBron James's talents, and LeBron James has taken his talents somewhere else. If anything, all Kyrie Irving is doing is out-LeBroning LeBron. LeBron wants Kyrie Irving left holding the bag when the Cavs suck and he goes off to another team. Instead, Kyrie's saying, no, no, no. I'm not going to let you bitch me and leave me here after you built this entire team and demanded that everybody else do exactly what you wanted at this organization. And then when I've got years left on my deal and I'm still a young man, 
you're going to saddle me with a bunch of crappy players that you got overpaid because you think they fit your talent? No, no, no. I'm not going to do that. Think about this. Let's play that clip one more time, then I'm going to bring in the crew. This is real life. LeBron James, almost 33 years old, sending a message that he is tempted to beat up his current teammate because he's mad at him. Listen to this. This is Stephen A. Smith probably having talked to Maverick Carter, LeBron James's other bitch, telling him that he's willing to beat up somebody because he's upset. Did not know that LeBron was coming back to Cleveland. So Kyrie was salty from that moment. Now, it doesn't mean that they had a contentious relationship. They've talked on many occasions. According to my sources, LeBron James has tried to appease him at every turn. A matter of fact, I had sources in LeBron James camp literally tell me, and I'm quoting, I'm quoting Charles, if Kyrie was, if Kyrie Irvin was in front of LeBron James right now, LeBron James would be tempted, quote, to beat his ass. 877-996-6369, your opportunity to react. I can't imagine there's anybody out there who has a working brain that has a different opinion than me. Speaking of not having a working brain, Jason Martin has a different opinion than me. Clay, I've never disagreed with you more in my life. The fact that you're taking this seriously actually blows my mind. Like, I don't know how many times you're just with your boys, just randomly, and I've done this many times. You don't mean this, but you say something like, man, I would beat him down. Okay, and that's how I saw the, it. first of all, that's no, you all don't. This is. You don't do that if you're 33 years yes, old. Yes, you do, no, because you you're don't. just talking you're thir- flippantly. Like, you don't not talk flippantly to ESPN's guy with the biggest microphone That's not, that's not what this was, planet. though. Stephen A. took this way too far. If there's a bitch in this situation, I really don't want to call either one of them a bitch, but if no, there's a bitch not. in this situation, the, no, it's no, Kyrie, no, Stephen a. Has it's not done, LeBron. Stephen A. has done nothing wrong here if – Maverick Carter, who I'm Except assuming is probably the that's real when it's not. This is totally bogus. This whole oh, that's thing why I'm saying it's totally so bogus stupid. because no, LeBron James dumb. is a bitch, and no. this is what he does. This is what he does. He try. He's trying to be the alpha male when in reality he he's male. the beta. He he's is the, beta. the alpha male. No, this is he's a the guy alpha who, male. Kyrie. Is everything upset. that you look at in LeBron James's career is all about him wanting to be the alpha. This is why I'd never believe he's better than Michael Jordan. Because out because LeBron James wants to wants you to believe that he's the alpha, and in reality he's a beta. He's a bitch when it gets right down to it. He doesn't have the confidence that he should. He is so concerned about what people say about him. He's so worked up. You got to constantly massage him. You got to constantly tell him how good he is. LeBron James is your friend who's rich that still doesn't have the self confidence that he should. That's LeBron James, period. I mean, you and can say this that story, much, but this is ridiculous. This story, I mean, ridiculous. a 33-year-old man threatening to beat up a it's 25-year-old. Not a it's not a threat. It's it a is ridiculous a, comment that means nothing, not, Clay. This is totally, no, this is just tell, a line. If, if, if Donald Trump said that he was threatened, if he, if he said to a, a reporter, Donald Trump is so mad right now about Jeff Sessions that he's threatening to beat him up. The entire universe would come undone. People would say, "What are you talking about?" The president—he's a grown-ass yeah, he's man. He's a president. Yeah, but he's talking to the. But you use the word "threat." The word "threat's" not even used by Stephen A. in the in the clip that we played. Like, there's the, the whole. What thing do you is consider just, this is just a comment that means nothing? What do you consider an ass? I consider to be? it to be a line that he doesn't mean. Like this is the which I is more evidence that he's a bitch. 
No, it's then not. Why would if he there's say a bitch it? here, it's Kyrie. Ky- if there's one, it's Kyrie because Kyrie was mad. And if you hear the audio, Stephen A. Meeks even makes it pretty clear. Kyrie was pissed that LeBron was coming back to Cleveland because he thought it was going to be his team. The reason well, so Kyrie wants make, to leave it has nothing him to do with LeBron. Why does that make him a bitch? Year. That's the exact opposite. It makes opposite. him a bitch because he wants to be the guy on a team, which is fine. But this is the way he goes about he it. He wants to have his own team, and LeBron James came in, and he might not have re-upped with Cleveland because he doesn't want to play with LeBron James because LeBron James be the is a point guard and he's a point the alpha. guard. Because he's the alpha. No, because LeBron LeBron's James the alpha on any team LeBron is on. LeBron, LeBron is, is the best player. team in the world. The best player doesn't in the world. make him an alpha. But Still if you really bitch. believe, like saying this is a threat, man, like this is the stretch of all stretches. This Why is, is it the stretch of all stretches? It's just a line. You're out to lunch here. Let's bring in L.A. If I said to somebody, first of all, 33 years old and even mentioning the idea that you're going to beat somebody up, you are the you are a total idiot. You're way too old to even be talking like, oh, I'm going to beat somebody up. Like if I heard somebody over the age of 30 saying, I'm going to beat somebody up, I'd be like, you are crazy. All right, you need to grow the F up. Let's bring in L.A. This is crazy talk. LeBron James saying he wants to beat Kyrie Irving up, that he'd be tempted to beat him up. First of all, that he'd be tempted to. Like, that's the ultimate LeBron line. I might. I'm, I'm tempted to beat you up. I'm a foot taller than you, and I'm 100 pounds more than you, but I'm tempted to beat you up. Like, that is the ultimate bitch move. Like, if you can't control your emotions because somebody makes a professional decision you don't like, this just confirms everything I believe about LeBron James. Ah. Uh. I'm with uh, I'm with Jason on this one. I I don't think that it's a. Uh, I think it's just something that you're you're, you're saying among you guys friends. are crazy. Well, Stephen A. Smith has the biggest audience of any. Yeah, ESPN but LeBron employee. didn't call it, up Stephen A. Smith and said, "Hey, man, I'm tempted to beat Kyrie Irving." Do ass. you think that Maverick Carter says anything that LeBron? We James, don't even know that it was Maverick Carter. It's a hundred percent Maverick Carter. I, I I go with facts, Clay. No, Stephen A. Smith would not go with this unless it came from somebody really close to LeBron James. And everybody really close to LeBron James doesn't even jump unless LeBron James tells them how high to jump. You think that LeBron James has surrounded himself by a bunch of dudes who, there's like, you know how you know that somebody is not an actual man? Because they surround themselves with little men, right? Like, they have an entourage of people that basically follow them around all the time, and they're yes-men. It's uncanny how often in athletics an athlete has like a little bitch who just follows him around everywhere. And typically, that little bitch is like Maverick Carter. He's a tiny little dude. He's like 5'4". He's like physically tiny, and he just follows around his, his alpha, the guy that he wants to be like the sun, the moon, and the stars for, and does whatever they ask. Like he's like the guy who after the fight, walks up and kicks the guy who's on the ground after they're already down. LeBron James has surrounded himself with these guys, people who are not actually anywhere near as talented as him. This is why LeBron didn't want his own like trustworthy agent. He wants little guys to be like his minions and run around. He's got minions everywhere. Those guys don't even speak unless LeBron James tells them that they can speak. And that's exactly what's happening here. They called up Stephen A. Smith. And LeBron wants this message out there. Danny G, you've seen this in the rap game. There's all these guys who are the rappers, and then they got little stooges who follow them around and do whatever they want. You see it all the time with people who are popular and in prominence, and LeBron James has got this in spades. 
we saw in a couple of clubs where the crew members would, uh, you know, do the bidding. They would like get their headbutt on the person that they wanted to antagonize to start the fight. That way the rapper wasn't doing it because he he didn't want to get in trouble. You know what I mean? So yes. all the hanger honors did the dirty work. This just seems like something that LeBron would say because of the past that we know he has and how sensitive he is. So it wouldn't surprise me if LeBron did say this. I'm just super surprised that the relationship has gotten to this point between the two of them. What's crazy about this to me is this is not an uncommon thing that Kyrie Irving has said, right? This happens all the time in the NBA where guys decide they're not happy where they are and they want to leave. In fact, right now, there's a ton of guys out there that are interested in doing this, right? Carmelo Anthony wants out of New York. I think that's fair to say. Like, he's not happy there. I think clearly Paul George, we did an entire year worth of Paul George once out of Indiana. Kevin Durant made the decision to leave Oklahoma City. It's not uncommon for these guys to not be happy with where they are. James Harden insisted that he be shipped out so he could have his own team. He didn't like Dwight Howard with him down in Houston. Dwight Howard before that, Kobe and Shaq. Like, this is not uncommon at all that you have two talented players on a team and one guy doesn't feel like his talents are, are you know, fully developed as long as he's playing alongside that guy. If you're good, yeah. if you're good at running a franchise, though, couldn't you get them in the same room, sit them down, and talk some sense into them? They're making multi-millions and millions of dollars. I mean, Clay, you've worked with people at radio stations before where you didn't get along with them, and if problems ever bubbled up, the program director would sit the two air personalities down and try to iron it out. Are you telling me that the front office of the Cavs cannot do that? Well, here here's my bigger issue. If I'm LeBron James and I'm supposedly this unbelievable player who also has the ability to put together teams that can win championships, that's what you should do. As an adult grown man, he's eight years older nearly than Kyrie Irving is. You know, there's a big difference between being 25 and being 33 in terms of your development typically in the way that you think. Especially, I think I'm correct in this, Kyrie Irving is still single. Still single, doesn't have kids. He's basically just a kid, right? Until you get married and you have kids, in my opinion, you are still a kid because your obligations are are nothing like the obligations of an adult. Now, people out there who have kids understand what I'm talking about. Like, there is, a, to me, a big line of demarcation. Even getting married, until you have kids, if you're married, it ain't, it's not the same thing. And so LeBron James is married, and we know he's a father of kids because he makes a big deal about it all the time. Is this the message that he wants to send to his kids about how to handle interpersonal conflict in a workplace? Certainly not. This is where LeBron James has to be the adult in this situation, and sit down with Kyrie Irving and work this out. Now, you're right. If you're the owner or you're the GM, then in theory, that's your job too. But I think it's fair to say that LeBron James is the straw that makes the Cavs drink stir, right? He's the one who makes all of the decisions. And so to me, this is a personal failure of LeBron James's ability as a leader that he can't work this out. Moreover, as soon as you have to go use private sources – to get your message out. Oh, I'm going to I'm tempted to beat Kyrie Irving's ass to talk to Stephen A Smith, to talk to somebody at ESPN. This is the lead story on their website. It's going to be the lead story on ESPN programming 
all day long, you have to be smart enough to understand that if you're going to make that statement, it's going to be the number one story in America. And if you're going to allow your bitch to speak out, and that's what happened here, Stephen A. Smith talked to one of LeBron James' minions, and that bitch, that posse member, spoke out, then you have to understand immediately what is being said here. And when you are threatening violence, I don't care if it's cartoonish threat of violence. You're 33. You shouldn't be cartoonishly threatening violence. I just used as an example, imagine how people would react if Donald Trump said that he was tempted to punch or beat up his attorney general because he's upset that they're disagreeing. The world would come undone, right? The idea, and it's the same thing is true of Obama. The same thing would have been true of Bill Clinton. The same thing would be true of George W. Bush. When you get to be a grown-ass man, and if you are married with kids, you are a grown-ass man, you have to leave behind the idea that you're going to beat somebody up when you disagree with them. In a professional context, I think this is an awful message LeBron James is sending, and I think it's reinforcing what I've long believed, that he's a bitch. Your calls, 877-996-6369. You can react. Do you agree with me? Do you agree with Danny G? Do you agree with Justin? Do you agree with Jason? What's the story here? But first, let's find out what's trending. Welcome back. Fox Sports Radio Studios brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. And if you're looking to sell your car, there's a new better way to do it with True Car. It's fast, it's easy, and the best way to practice your car from the comfort of home. When you're ready to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out TrueCar.com slash trade today. Who should we go to first, Jason Martin? Uh, we'll go to George in Texas. George in Texas. What's up, George? Hey, what's up, Clay? Living the dream. Hey, buddy. Hey, listen. I know I have more than half a brain because my mom had me tested, so you got to listen to me here for a second. Stephen A. Smith, okay, first of all, LeBron has aspirations to own a team, to become the first billionaire basketball player. There's no way he's going to do something this idiotic in my in, in my estimation. Now, you look at Stephen A. Smith. He is the 50-year-old bitch, the guy in the, in the play yard. Well, hold on. Saying, why is Stephen A. Smith? Why, hold on. Why is Stephen A. Smith? See, all Stephen A. Smith is doing is reporting what he was told. To me, the story is not the fact that he – and now, if Stephen A. Smith made it up or if it's not true, then I would agree. Then he is the bad actor in this situation. But all Stephen A. Smith is doing is reporting – what he was told, and if you are – look, I'm just going to be honest with you guys. Like, There are people that I talk to all day long, right? When I finish this show today, I will have multiple conversations with people in the arena of sports that you may or may not know their names over the course of a general day, right? And as part of those conversations, a lot of times I will say, okay, all this is off the record, right? I guarantee you that Stephen A. Smith does that all the time, especially with people in the NBA, which is the beat that he covered for years and years. And there's a difference between something that is said privately where you're like, look, hey, my guy is so mad about this Kyrie Irving thing that he would potentially beat somebody's ass, beat Kyrie Irving's ass if he saw him face-to-face. And you're like, wow, okay, that gives me an idea of the mindset. And there's a difference between you saying, okay, you're cool with me saying that? You're cool with me going public and saying that? And if he says yes, that's on the record. So the Stephen A. Smith angle here, this is a big deal, all right? Whether you like Stephen A. Smith or not, this is not a private conversation that was then broadcast. If Stephen A. Smith did that and it was an off-the-record conversation and he took it on the record, that's not fair. 
That's Stephen A. Smith failing as a reporter. I'm taking you behind the, the curtains here. I'm telling you right now, I don't know Stephen A. Smith personally, but when you get a statement like this, this is such a blockbuster that you say, wait a minute, are you cool with me saying that publicly? Because I'm not, once you understand, you understand once I say that publicly, that's going to blow up and be the number one story in America. So you have to understand there's a difference between, because they, they could be like, Stephen A. could come on and say, look, I talked to LeBron James's camp, and LeBron James is upset. He feels personally insulted. All of those things are fine, right? The minute you take it to the next level of if he sees him in person, he would be tempted to beat his ass. And if you're just waking up, that's the story. Stephen A. Smith reporting that somebody in LeBron James's camp said that if LeBron sees Kyrie Irving in person, he's tempted to beat his ass. That's a totally different step. That's why I'm not buying into, oh, this is just somebody talking out loud. This is on the record using your minion, LeBron James did, to be able to get this message out there. He intentionally wants this message out there. This isn't like something where he's suddenly like caught secretly recorded. This is not some like accidental story that went out there. When your minion is talking to Stephen A. Smith, you know that you are going to use his megaphone to get your story out there. So Stephen A. Smith is blameless here. If anything, he's just shining more light on this story. He's doing what his job is, adding context and flavor to a story. 877-996-6369. LeBron James's posse knew exactly what was going to happen. You tell Stephen A. Smith a story, he says it to everybody else, and it immediately blows up. It's on the front page of ESPN.com. It's going to be the number one story in America today. That's what happens. They knew what they were doing. This is a story that they wanted to get out there. This is not an accidental story. This is intentional. LeBron James wants this story out there. We'll continue to react to your calls, 877-996-6369. I think this is just further evidence of the fact that LeBron James is a bitch. You don't have to agree with me. You can be wrong here on Fox Sports Radio. That's why P&D took your chick, you disloyal mother Eastside, Cleveland. I guess number two was tired of being number two. <laughs> it's Braun. First off, you ain't shit, nor the click you claim. I'm the goddamn reason why you got that ring. You thinking that you're a leader, but you're not that nice. I had to come back just to give y'all life. You can never beat me. Now you mad and sick. Go join another team. It don't make no difference. You'll be running when I'm dunking on you fools. Could be true. We only with Uncle Drew. Throw up the deuce. By seeing you got me feeling like I'm Caesar. Stabbing me like Brutus, but living to come to feature. See me? I'm the one and only real king. Made Golden State from a super team. Now what you mean? I'll let you know that it's on for life. The whole land gonna ride tonight. <laughs> Little boy crying up the Danny Gill to the finals for my ninth year. Carry, I hit him up. Live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's time. Oh, do we have a Geico play of the day? I don't know. I don't think we do. I don't think we have a play of the day right here. Let's keep taking your calls. We'll do the play of the day later. And as a result, let me go ahead and say that you know what to do already, right? You know what to do. You need to uh, know. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. You put it in front of me, I'll read it. Uh, We're talking, reacting to LeBron James saying he'd be tempted to beat Kyrie Irving's ass if he saw him face-to-face. Let's go to Jason in New Orleans. Jason, what's up? Hey, Clay. How you doing today, brother? Excellent. Uh, it's good to hear. Uh, I, I just I think it's funny. Um, uh, you know, obviously, 
it, oh, there's more LeBron haters than than people that are fans of LeBron. But you know, I, I think no one's really taken into account that um, it seems like in NBA circles that Kyrie's kind of a punk, and it actually might be just LeBron is kind of fed up. I don't, with it. but see, I don't, but see, I don't care about that. I don't care about whether you're upset in your interpersonal relationship with Kyrie Irving. You can't send a message that you're going to beat him up if you see him. Period. I, I, I don't care. Like, there are lots of people all over this country in all 50 states this morning driving to work who have a coworker they don't like. They can't say that they're going to beat his ass or her ass. You would get fired at your job if that was reported. I used to do investigations for internal company-related issues. That's an unacceptable behavior at every profession in America today. Not in any way countenanced. So I don't care if LeBron is upset at Kyrie Irving. Say you're upset with him, sit down, try to figure it out. If you can't, then trade him. Threatening to beat his ass if you saw him is unacceptable behavior. That, to me, is evidence of the fact that LeBron James is what I've said he is for a long time. A bitch. Jordan, George in L.A. What's up, George? Hey, Clay. I, I agree with you completely. LeBron has been a prima donna bitch for a long time. He intimidates people. He decides he's basically a general manager. He runs Cleveland. They have no choice but to bow down to him. And I feel sorry for Kyrie Irving. I think he was smart to do what he did. Yeah, I appreciate the call. Look, I mean, if you're Kyrie Irving and you're taking, like, I I always think about situations like these. Okay, let's pretend that I'm the attorney who has to represent either side. If you're Kyrie Irving, the easy case you're making here is, one, we're not going to beat Golden State this year. So people out there are like, why would you leave LeBron James? You have a chance to win a championship. No, they don't. Golden State's going to win the championship. Two, LeBron James is going to leave after next year. When LeBron James leaves, you're left holding the bag with the team that he's constructed that is designed to win now, not designed to win in the future. Do you think that Tristan Thompson's going to help you win? Do you think that Iman Shumpert or J.R. Smith or Kyle Korver are going to help you win in the years ahead? No, you've got an aging team that's designed to win right now. You and Kevin Love are both going to be left holding the bag. When the Cavs suck and LeBron James is off to his next destination – you're the one who's left there playing out his career. Jesse in Minnesota. Jesse, what's up? It's good to hear you. I totally agree. LeBron's been like this since he came out of the league. Self-proclaiming, self-attaining, and all those other bullshit. Got to drop you. Can't say, can't say that. Let's go to Joe. <laughs> Let's go. You just can't curse that way anyway. Joe in Kansas. What's up, Joe? Hey, Clay, appreciate you taking my call. Um, I'm going to take it a step further. Not only is LeBron a little bitch, but all of his little fans and followers, you know, they jump from team to team. There's no loyalty. And he leaves a wake of destruction everywhere he goes. I saw this, you know, this meme it's, it's from a LeBron commercial where he's running. It says LeBron fans wondering where he's going to go to next. He absolutely has no sense of loyalty. He absolutely has no sense of familyhood, you know, and it's kind of indicative of how our society is. When you used to have a problem, you talked to somebody about it. If you couldn't work it out, you parted ways, you shook hands, and that was that. But it's not like that anymore. Appreciate the call. Uh, Ron in, let's see, Ron in St. Paul, I believe. Hey, Clay. Yes. Um, I, I totally agree with you as well. I think that, though, there's another angle. Uh, Kyrie Irving did not make first, second, or third team in the All-NBA this year. 
And so that means he's not going to be eligible for the Supermax contract. And so perhaps this is a money thing more so than it is a personality thing. So, yeah, I mean, look, I mean, it could be, uh, it could be a business decision on Kyrie Irving's uh, behalf. Now, the expectation is that if LeBron left the Cavs, that, that he would end up getting the Supermax, that he would make first, second, or third team. But certainly that's one reason that you want your own team is so you can make the absolute maximum amount of money. Jeff in California. What's up, Jeff? Hey, thanks for taking my call, Clay. Um, you're talking about um, LeBron acting like a child and being married and everything. I'm 61. I got married at uh, 40. I have young kids. And when I was younger, to 40 years old, I was acting like a kid, dude. You know, and when people, I got married people, and had You kids, agree with I me, mean, then. I, I think I, most I, yeah, parents... I agree with you 100%. Yeah. I think, thanks for the call. We've got a heart out here. I'll keep taking your calls at 877-996-6369. If you haven't heard this audio, LeBron threatening Kyrie Irving, we'll play it for you again at the start of Hour 2. I think a lot of people out there who are married with kids understand what I'm talking about when I say that if you're not married and you don't have kids, then in my opinion, you're still a kid, especially if you're a guy. We'll discuss more on the flip side. That audio for you on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome back. Fox Sports Radio Studios brought to you by Geico. I hope your Tuesday is going spectacularly well. We are doing well here, and we are reacting to a ridiculous, insane comment by LeBron James through one of his stooges via Stephen A. Smith. If you're wondering what's going on with the LeBron James-Kyrie Irving drama, well, now LeBron James is sending word that if he saw Kyrie Irving, he'd be tempted to beat his ass. That's real life. The NBA really is the WWE. Here is Stephen A. Smith conveying that report. did not know that LeBron was coming back to Cleveland. So Kyrie was salty from that moment. Now, it doesn't mean that they had a contentious relationship. They've talked on many occasions. According to my sources, LeBron James has tried to appease him at every turn. A matter of fact, I had sources in LeBron James camp literally tell me, and I'm quoting, I'm quoting Charles, if Kyrie Kyrie Irving was in front of LeBron James right now, LeBron James would be tempted, quote, to beat his ass. Stephen A. Smith quoting, I'm saying it's Maverick Carter that he's talking to, sources in LeBron James's camp, one of LeBron James's minions, one of his posse, as LeBron James got triggered earlier in the season. My position on this is pretty straightforward. LeBron James is 33 years old, or he will be 33 years old in December. That is way too old to be threatening to beat up somebody because you're upset about their decision. A particular, as Jay just said on Twitter, to me, uh, reaching out. You can find me on Twitter at Clay Travis. All Kyrie Irving is doing is the exact same thing that LeBron James has done again and again and again, which is make the decision that's best for his personal career. LeBron James left Cleveland. He went to Miami. He left Miami. He went back to Cleveland. He's going to leave Cleveland again at least three different times. LeBron James is going to walk away from a team. I think that LeBron James is headed to the Lakers this next season if Kyrie Irving believes that to be true and he looks around and says wait a minute this roster has been completely constructed to try to win a championship right now for LeBron James we are not going to be very good 
when LeBron James leaves. I don't want Kyle Korver. I don't want J.R. Smith. I don't want Tristan Thompson. I don't want Iman Shumpert. These are not guys that I think are making me likely to win a championship. Kyrie Irving is not dumb. He looked at what happened last year in the NBA Finals that we all just watched. He knows his team has no chance to beat the Warriors head-to-head. So it's not like he's walking out on a championship. He's saying, look, LeBron is going to leave after this year. It's clear that that's going to happen. My team has been unable to make moves. We didn't get Jimmy Butler. We didn't get Paul George. We are not better than the Golden State Warriors. He's making a rational decision, which is I don't want to be left holding the bag when LeBron walks out of town and throws the the match over his shoulder and blows up the Cleveland Cavalier organization, and I'm locked in to this franchise for several years to come. I want to make a choice now about where I'm going to be. I'm ready to go. LeBron James responds to that news, which Kyrie Irving kept private, right? Kept private for weeks. He requested this this trade weeks ago. Didn't say anything publicly. Went in for the owner. Had a face-to-face meeting. Said, I want to go to one of these four teams. I'm ready to be traded. I'm giving you a heads up. Go ahead and make this happen. That's how professionals behave, right? He didn't leak this news before the owners knew it. He didn't tell it before the GM knew it. He went in, told his owner face-to-face, this is what I want to do. I'm ready to go. I am over playing with LeBron James. I think he is stunting my game. I am not willing to continue to play second fiddle to LeBron. That's fine. That's what adults do. Sometimes people make decisions that they want to move. And that is everything. Uh, and so I think that's important. So let's uh, let's go ahead and we'll take your calls. We'll also bring in the crew. Now, Jason Martin, you disagree. You think that LeBron James is totally within his rights here. Uh, yeah, because I don't believe that he means this. Because I've heard so, people say this I, I don't my understand, entire life. I don't understand that argument. Okay, so you are talking. It's different than sitting around a bar. It's really saying, not, actually, because we don't know the circumstances. Like You can say what you're this. saying, but you know, you've never spoken to Stephen A. Smith to ask him what the context of this is. You don't know anything I know how, about this I, situation. I know how reporters work, Jason. Yeah, but I, you don't know how Stephen A. Smith yeah, you reporting don't end works. Up, I do. You don't end up being Stephen A. Smith if you are constantly taking private conversations I'm not and saying broadcasting I'm them saying publicly. This Ever. does not seem legitimate Ever. to me if at this all. Is, if this at is all. not true, if this is not true on Stephen A. Smith's behalf, then he is committing journalistic malfeasance and his relationship with LeBron James and everyone in his camp is over forever. This is not something that is said to a source the first time that they meet. I mean, I have been in these conversations so many times with coaches, with players, where you're sitting around having a beer and somebody says something and you know that it's all off the record and you're never going to go public with it. Now, it might help you understand the context by which you come to your opinion. Like I, I said this before, like I was in Europe when the Hugh Freeze news came down. I had conversations that I was very confident with the people that I was having conversations with that Hugh Freeze was gone. So I wrote a column saying, I believe based on this lawsuit that Hugh Freeze is going to be gone, right? I didn't put in there everything that people had told me privately about Hugh Freeze, but I was very confident that he was gone. Now you can either read between the tea leaves or you cannot. Here... Stephen A. Smith, play that audio for me one more time. He specifically says that they quoted him. 
So he is asking, are you okay with me using this? You know what my platform is. A lot of times you'll say something like this. Like, you know my platform. The minute I tweet this, the minute I say this, it's going to be a big story. You're not just talking to a random friend in a bar. You're talking to Stephen A. Smith, who probably has the biggest megaphone in the entire NBA. Of anybody at ESPN, other than maybe Woj, anybody that you talk to, you, you know the minute you go public with Stephen A. Smith that it's going to go everywhere. Everybody who has ever been in a situation like this, it's not as if you know LeBron James and his crew just got to the NBA and they're getting burned because they're 18 and 19 years old talking to a media source for the first time ever. They've been in the league now for 15 years. Listen to this audio. Specifically, Stephen A. Smith says that he is quoting LeBron James directly here. Listen to it again. Did not know that LeBron was coming back to Cleveland. So Kyrie was salty from that moment. Now, it doesn't mean that they had a contentious relationship. They've talked on many occasions. According to my sources, LeBron James has tried to appease him at every turn. A matter of fact, I had sources in LeBron James camp literally tell me, and I'm quoting, I'm quoting Charles, if Kyrie was, if Kyrie Irvin was in front of LeBron James right now, LeBron James would be tempted, quote, to beat his ass. That's a direct quote from Still a source to Stephen A. Smith. I'm sorry, Stephen A. Smith, honestly, Brian Windhorst If you want to argue that you don't believe Stephen A. Smith, that's a different argument, and it's you can about argue not even that. Believing him. It's, about this, it's about him taking this seriously when it's not. Like, this is trying to blow up a, spo- blow up a story in July that's no story at Jason, all. This is you zero, need, you need Clay. To, you, zero. The story here is you're talking to a media member. Whether you, it, you have to understand that if you give a quote like that, that is a blockbuster quote. It's right? not to I mean, me at all. Doesn't mean a thing to that's, me. That's because you're not. You, I don't know what. Go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. It's where, the where number one there? story in America. No, it's this not. This is the number. It's the, the only reason it might question. be is because ESPN loves to talk about no. themselves. And no, because it's it was the said number to one a, story in America. Something. He's directly quoting. It's somebody not in at all. James's like, let me explain. Source. Let me explain to you why I know it's not. Because the one guy that's entire career has been made on LeBron James and everything LeBron James has done, positive and negative, hasn't tweeted a word about this. Brian Windhorst has not treated. Brian Windhorst not said a word about Brian this. Windhorst only speaks positive. That's only not says true what LeBron James wants him to say. That that I don't believe either. But the fact find that he hasn't, negative, even find me a negative hasn't even addressed story. it, Clay. Find me a negative story that Brian Windhorst has ever reported about LeBron James. Come I on. will do my best to find that. I'm just saying it the doesn't fact exist. That he didn't he even report it, and it's his own. It's his own place. Like for him to have any credibility at all, him being an ESPN reporter, even, not even break, crediting it. He didn't even break David Blatt. Brian Windhorst so is a glorified water carrier for LeBron James. He's been covering him since high school. He has a relationship with LeBron James that when they want a story out there, they choose Brian Windhorst to go write a completely non-negative story. They know Brian Windhorst is the ultimate bitch of LeBron James. They know that they can get him to say whatever they want. Stephen A. Smith, this is a conversation. Like, to me, let's bring in L.A. To me, this is like... There's a difference. This is a major story. Like, if you are going to tell Stephen A. Smith, of all the people at at ESPN, that LeBron James is so upset with Kyrie Irving that he would be tempted to beat his ass if they saw each other in person, that's like throwing a grenade out into the middle of the street. When it explodes, you can't be like, man, 
I can't believe that grenade exploded. Like, you know what the impact is going to be when you allow Stephen A. Smith to quote you on a story like this. Like, it's the literally the biggest megaphone in all of ESPN when it comes to the NBA. Like, Jason, uh, Jason doesn't believe it or doesn't think it's – I don't even understand that angle. I don't understand the story. Well, look at the headlines, Clay. I know you want to go to story. L.A., but look, look at the headlines right now on their very website. It's not a headline at all. It's not even in the top eight. All they, they have, have is, the well, audio. here's the audio with the source. That's it, but that's nothing. Like, there's nobody that, commenting on me? it. There's not even an article about it, Because Clay. it just happened, Jason. What? Stephen like, A's you, not on at 3 argument, in the morning, Clay. Your He's ar- on the your afternoons. Argument, your argument here is a really bad one. This Let's is bring probably the LA. dumbest thing I've ever heard you say. I no, can't even you, believe you this. Are, you are out to lunch on this. I don't... Like the, when someone, the for you best to take this seriously is beneath threatens you, quite to frankly. beat somebody up. This is a big this story. This is unbelievable to me. It's on the front page of ESPN.com. We just played the audio. It's up there. But that's it. There's nobody even commenting on it except you. Because they haven't gotten around to it yet. People went to bed. They didn't know that suddenly Stephen A. Smith was going to throw a bomb. We set the national agenda. This you story is going to be everywhere today, right? This is not be the at like number midnight. one story all day long. It will not be. I will, guarantee you it will not be. It will be the number one story all day long. Go to L.A. Like, this is a blockbuster story. You have Stephen A. Smith reporting that LeBron James would be tempted to beat Kyrie Irving's ass if they saw each other face-to-face. That's a ridiculous story. Stephen A. Smith quoting one of LeBron James' minions. They want that story out there, and it's going to be massive. Um, I would suggest not coming to L.A. because I completely agree with Jason on this one. You, I, I might have to fire you, Justin. Let's move on to you Danny You fire Gig. me, too. I'm 12 because I don't have kids and I'm not oh, married. No. This, is, this is 100%. Like, you're, you're all worked up because I said, and this I'm is true. I'm worked up because this is beneath if you and you you're better you don't than this. have kids, you are not an adult in my opinion. Because, Which is ridiculous, just no, utterly ridiculous. Because you don't have a responsibility to anybody else but yourself. To me, as long as you are only responsible for yourself, you are not a adult in the same way. Like once you are married with kids and or you have kids and you have responsibility, even like this is my argument for a long time. People are like, oh, I'm so busy. Like how busy are you really, right? Like you have a job. And then when you get off of your job, you can do whatever you want, right? That's people without kids. And you think you're busy until you actually have kids. I'm just speaking as somebody who has three kids, all crazy. Like I had somebody over my house the other day, and all three of my boys were running around screaming at the same time. He's like, how do you do anything here? I'm like, you just get used to chaos. Like the difference between having a kid and not having a kid and having the responsibility and custody of a kid is seismic. Before you have a kid, if you are married, so I always say, don't have kids until you're 100% ready to never control your life forever, right? Because once you have a kid, you're, if you're doing a good job as a parent, your life as a functional adult who controls your schedule is over. So I think that when you're LeBron James and you're 33 years old, the fact that you're threatening to beat somebody's ass is unacceptable, Like, you are way too old to be making comments like that because you're responsible for people other than yourself, and you also have to be thinking about your life in a larger context than that. So I think this is crazy. Like, just like I would say, as I said earlier, if you work at FedEx and somebody decides they want to go work at UPS and your response is, 
I would beat their ass. Like, they're making a business decision. You may not like it. You may not agree with it. But that's life. I mean, people leave jobs all the time. And LeBron James sending message through You know he's not mad. He's leaving, right, Clay? Just to cut you off. It's not. He's not mad about that. Like, that's not the argument. Even if you listen to Stephen A., he's not mad about that. But the whole point here is he's mad because his name is now being leaked in trade rumors. That LeBron's name has been dragged through the mud because of this situation. How it has his nothing name to do with Kyrie leaving. No, it's it's it, he's upset because Kyrie Irving is standing Clay, up to him. That's the article. Not, Go to the website. No, it I did. says. I re- look at no. it. Says on his radio show, Stephen A. Smith says he has spoken to LeBron James' camp, which confirmed that James is upset with the Cavs point guard because he has been dragged into the trade rumors. That's the statement. How? That's the only statement. How is that? That well, doesn't that make would any be sense. a great question to ask. But it's not there because no one's written a damn article about this because it doesn't mean anything. It's just a piece of audio. Nobody's even commented, even though this happened yesterday afternoon. Nobody are, chose to write about this out, last night. You are so out to lunch on this. I don't. I, I don't understand like, why you're you carrying right water for LeBron James. This is a major story. Like LeBron James sent a message through his minion about this and Stephen A. Smith carried it and it's on the front page of ESPN.com with the audio like I don't know what more they can do on the front page of a website to demonstrate how much significance they're giving it to there's it. no opinion Clay there's no one opinion that happens after piece. the context of the story itself there will be so tons you're telling of me that it shouldn't today. have there shouldn't have been anybody that writes NBA content during the off season for ESPN that could have written something about this last night not a soul did not a soul. There's not a headline. There's the just the audio. Page. I'm but like, that's it, though. It's just the audio str- with nothing like, else. This is such a strange argument by you. I don't understand. Like, your position is that a direct quote from one of LeBron James's minions from Stephen A. Smith that he wants to beat Kyrie Irving's ass with all of the crap that gets news in the NBA that isn't sourced, that doesn't have any connection, that doesn't have anything other than a rumor. This is a direct – like, if you don't believe Stephen A. Smith's reporting, okay, you can make that argument. I'm saying that Stephen A. Smith makes millions of dollars a year. If he is in the business of talking to people and saying things that are not true, then he is unable to continue his job, right? Like, that's an argument you can make. You can say, I don't believe Stephen A. Smith. But when Stephen A. Smith is here and they're putting his audio up on the front page of ESPN – and they're going to talk about this all day long. Unless, by the way, I don't know, is Stephen A. Smith on vacation? Because he's not on first take right now. Yes, he's, so on, I he's on vacation until August. All right, so he's stepping into the, the, the fray here from vacation. I don't even know where this audio came from. Uh, was he from a guest on his show. own radio show? Yeah, he probably called in. No, or maybe no, he's it, doing his radio no, show. No, yeah, it was there, it, he was talking to a caller on on the show. So he's doing his radio show but not doing I don't know. But the point is he in some way wants this message out there. I I just I, like if you I don't, don't believe so. Stephen A Smith, then that's different. That's a that's an argument you can make. You can certainly come on here and say I think Stephen A Smith is making it up. But in terms of whether this is a story or not, this is a major story I, I don't think so because it's not it's he didn't quote LeBron as having said I would like to beat his ass he still quoted a we know who the source is it's Maverick Carter who is LeBron's bitch I mean first of all we don't know that that's exactly who it was he has a he has a posse it could have been anybody in the posse it's but certainly then, think about who Stephen A. Smith is talking to Stephen uh, A. Smith is not talking to the the the, the bodyguard he's not talking to like they those guys are not speaking on behalf of LeBron James 
Like this again, you guys maybe because you haven't written that many stories. I don't know. Like this is how story. Like this story, Stephen A. Smith is not going to go public with this story. I'm just telling you, unless the person he's talking to has said, "Yeah, print that. You can have that. Write that. I want that story out there." Stephen A. Smith has. Like, there's a great quote once from Jay Glazer. I've had this conversation with Jay Glazer before, and I think you could probably go find it. He said he reports five percent of what he knows. And that's because 95% of his conversations are off the record and helping him get context for what he actually says. Stephen A. Smith, I guarantee you, is the same way. 95% of the conversations that he has are not for public disposal. They're about trying to make his opinions better. They're about him trying to track down stories. When he is directly quoting a source close to LeBron James, that is that source saying, like, he's like, hey, what's going on here? And they have a conversation, and then that source says, hey, and by the way, LeBron's so mad that he would want to beat Kyrie Irving's ass if he saw him. Stephen A. Smith says, whoa, 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 whoa. Are you telling me that really? And then he says, I guarantee you this is how the conversation went. He said, I guarantee you, just so you know, you're telling me it's okay to use that. That's the way these conversations go. You're telling me it's okay to use that. Once he gets that yes then he's going to use it, and so LeBron's camp has signed off on the fact that they're okay with Stephen A. Smith taking that public. Now, if that conversation didn't happen, that's a different criticism. I'm taking you behind the curtain for how a story like this happens. That's how it happens. This conversation is going on. Stephen A. Smith immediately knows, whoa, that's a big story. Are you okay with me putting this out there? That source is saying, yes, put that out there. And then... This leads to that. But eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. We got to take a break. We have blown through the first segment. Your calls next on Fox Sports Radio. Live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Great news! Quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in fifteen minutes you could save fifteen percent or more on car insurance. Funniest tweet. That has <laughs> that has rolled in, and we are deluged in tweets right now as Jason Martin and I fight over this story. Uh, this is the funniest one. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Um, somebody, and I want to give him credit, Yet Mike Rose says, Yesterday people were talking about Michael Phelps racing a fake shark on Shark Week, but this isn't a story? <laughs> it's actually really maybe the funniest argument you're making, Jason Martin, is that I am like the the Walter Cronkite of of news. Like the, of of all the things you can you can uh, the, that my critic could come after me for. Certainly, me going after stories that are outside the beaten path. Yesterday, we did an hour on the the shark race. Today, I, I think clearly, would you acknowledge that this is a bigger story than Michael Phelps versus the Great White? I mm, yes, but I don't. I don't think. I think more people probably will talk about Michael Phelps yesterday than we'll talk about this. Oh I just no! Don't way. think it's a big. I just don't think this is a big story, Clay. I think this is a complete overreaction on your part. We disagree here, but it's just. I don't buy that this was legit. The, the sources are that, anonymous. That is, that is Clay, a better look, arg- That is a better argument. If you want to say. I don't believe Stephen A. Smith here. I think he's exaggerating. I don't know. I don't trust his reporting. That that I can buy into. Like I I just am looking at it from the perspective of if the way that I would report a story like this is I would ask somebody four or five times before I put that out there 
you're okay with me putting it out there because I don't want to burn the bridge. I on just don't a think I don't think that would have been it because it was an anonymous source anyway, and he just threw this thing out on a radio show 25 minutes in. Like he didn't even lead off his own radio show. Was he story doing the yesterday. show or was he just yes. a guest? No, he was. He did the show. Well, and he took a call, and the caller mentioned something, and then he just threw this out there. So clearly, it wasn't even big to him because if well, this was or, as big a story as you're making it out to be, he, he damn sure he let off his own show with it. Well, or he didn't intend to put it out there and may not didn't realize how big it was. And well, then, then that's that a would question. mean that maybe he was that if it was anything at all, like based on what you're saying, that it was indeed off the record. If that's the case, but I don't even believe but that. I just think this is the issue, kind of stuff you that's say. That's an issue with the reporting. I mean, I've said stuff like, man, if I saw him, I'd beat his ass. Like, I mean, that's just stuff people say. Like, Again, the fact that you, that's a story the, is the just absurd. The difference between saying it, like, the, uh, let's use a hypothetical here. If I came on the radio and said I would beat Donald Trump's ass if I saw him, that's my name directly attached to a threat against the president, that's right? Not, oh, my goodness. Okay, I would never say that, right? Because there's a difference between me saying that at a bar with three people sitting around when it's totally cartoonish violence and it's not intended for distribution and saying it to somebody who's going to report it, right? How did we, That's yeah, a but big how, difference. Yeah, but how, I don't, I'm still not totally sold that this was something they wanted out that this wasn't something okay, that that's, they were saying that's amongst a, that's five a, to ten okay. people and they were that, just saying something. I understand that argument, and that's an argument that if that is your argument, then that's a good one. That's like Stephen A. Smith, I don't trust him. This is a guy who said you don't want to make an enemy out of me. This is a guy who, you know, like you can definitely put together a series of Stephen A. Smith incidents in the past and say this is just not a guy that I trust. But he specifically is saying I'm quoting someone. So – and, 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 you know, when you say I'm quoting someone directly and attribute it to a source in LeBron James's camp, that is a big story. This just, I, I don't know. You that, are connecting. I, I don't know that what the caller said that led him to say this, but this strikes me as Stephen A is trying to exaggerate a point to some extent about the rift between these two guys that has developed over the years that began and that goes, because and that Kyrie goes to did not you want can, LeBron there that originally because he wanted to be the guy. That goes to whether you can trust Stephen A. Smith, not whether it's a story. Let's go to trending right now, and then we will come back and take your calls. But first, let's go to trending. Welcome back. Fox Sports Radio Studios brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. And if you're looking to sell your car, there's a new, better way to do it with TrueCar. It's fast, it's easy, and it's the best way to price your car from the comfort of home. When you're ready to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out TrueCar.com slash trade today. I want to play this audio for you again in the event that some of you are waking up across the nation saying, what in the world are you guys arguing about? Uh, Michael Singleton says uh, on Twitter, can we have LeBron and Kyrie be the undercard for the McGregor-Mayweather fight. That's not bad. Um, And uh, this is the audio that we are talking about. So this is Stephen A. Smith yesterday, evidently on his radio show, discussing the LeBron and Kyrie Irving relationship. Here it goes. Did not know that LeBron was coming back to Cleveland. So Kyrie was salty from that moment. Now, it doesn't mean that they had a contentious relationship. They've talked on many occasions. According to my sources, LeBron James has tried to appease him at every turn. A matter of fact, I had sources in LeBron James' camp literally tell me, and I'm quoting, I'm quoting Charles, if Kyrie was, if Kyrie Irvin was in front of LeBron James right now, 
LeBron James would be tempted, quote, to beat his ass. All right, a couple of things. I don't know. Somebody, one of you guys needs to track down exactly where this audio came from, but he said, and I'm quoting Charles, that makes me sound like, it, it sound like to me he's a guest. And I believe, I know he's not been on first take for a little while. I think Stephen A. Smith is on vacation, and I think he's no, calling false. into a radio I've got it show. In front. No, Charles, it's Charles from California who called into his radio show yesterday. All right, because people are tweeting me saying that he was not, somebody just said it was not on Stephen A. Smith's show. It was last night, and he was being interviewed by an ESPN anchor, was not a caller. No, it's a caller. It says, Charles, it's Charles from Cali who called into the show. This is on a, on a Deadspin report from yesterday afternoon. Okay, so that's inaccurate what somebody's tweeting me. So if that's true, what then I'm that saying, is his yeah. show. All right, let's go to calls. Uh, Jamie in Georgia, what's up? Hey, appreciate you taking my call, Clay. Uh, Danny G, uh, great work on the great Ben Marley show. Justin Cooper, good job. Okay, Clay, you. I got a question. Who, who's your uh, favorite entertainer right now, musical entertainer? Oh, God, I don't know. Uh Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Okay, great artist. She travels with a large group of people. They're called the entourage. Okay, so with the posse stuff on LeBron's end, you can cool it on that. And I would like to know what's the difference in LeBron being a 33-year-old man saying he would like to beat Kyrie's ass and you calling him a bitch maybe 30 times on your show today. Well, he is a bitch. And I'm not saying I would fire okay. him. I'm telling you my opinion. We, we all know, excuse me, we all know that you would not say it to his face. I so would 100% say it to his face. I, I don't know. Hang up on this guy. I don't know where this argument, like, you wouldn't say it to his face. I think LeBron James is a bitch. I would show up if he were, came on the show and I would say, hey, LeBron, I think you act like a bitch a lot of the time. I don't know where this argument, like, you wouldn't say it to his face. Well, what? Like, is he going to attack me? If he attacks me because I call him a bitch then I get millions of dollars. Like, I don't understand this argument of, I would say, and have always said, the exact same thing on the air and off the air. But I, I don't know where like, people are like, yo, you wouldn't say this to his face. Like, why would I not? I think he behaves like a bitch. Like, that's my opinion of his behavior. I would 100% say it. If we had him on right now as a guest, I would say, LeBron, I think you behave like a bitch. A lot of the time. And it makes it harder for me to root for you. Does anybody dispute that? Like, does anybody doubt that? Go around the horn. Do you think I wouldn't tell LeBron that I think he acts like a bitch if I had him on the radio show? That's why we'll never have him on the show. <laughs> right? We, you know this, Jason. How often do people refuse? Like, how yeah, often? I, remember, I mean, we have examples. I mean, I can tell you one right now. John Calipari. We had him set up. It was a done deal. We were going to have him the next day. And they were like, oh, we found out it was Clay. He's not coming on. Like, it's literally, that's what it was. Like, as much Lots as we've disagreed on this we, show today, you clearly would say anything that you say on this radio show to somebody's face. I've actually seen you do it in other situations in the past. And the thing of it is that's crazy about this is we turn down and or get rejected by coaches, players, guests all the time because they're like, oh, I won't go on Clay Travis's show because he's going to tell me exactly what he thinks. He's not. I'm not a ball washer. I'm not going to sit here and juggle your balls and like, palpate your balls and blow on them and make them feel better, make them warm. Are you comfortable? Like, that's Brian Windhorst's job. It's not my job. Brian Windhorst holds LeBron James's balls in his hand all day and, like, juggles them and says, hey, LeBron, you, you happy? You feel good? Your ball's good, LeBron? 
let me know if I'm doing anything wrong with my hands on your balls because I want to make sure that you're comfortable the whole time that I've got my hands on your balls. Like, there's plenty of people out there in the media who cuddle balls. I'm not one of those people. So I don't get that argument. People are like, oh, you wouldn't say that face. Like, yes, I would. Kelvin in South Carolina. What's up, Kelvin? Uh, what's up, Clay? Um, I was going to say you totally hit the nail on the coffin with Kyrie and him wanting to leave. I believe he's seen the writing on the wall as far as LeBron leaving. Um, he's definitely just thinking ahead there. Um, I I don't see why I don't see how um, Stephen A. would want to uh, jeopardize his credibility here. Amen. That's my thing, Kelvin. That's that's my thing, too. Like, what does Stephen A. have to gain? He's already got his own show on ESPN. He's already got a, a lot of money. What does he have, thanks for the call, what does he have to gain, like, by this story? It reminds me of a conversation I had, and there are a lot of people who've made this decision, but I had this conversation on the air with Kirk Herbstreet once, and he was talking about, remember when he broke the news about Les Miles going to Michigan? And then Les Miles had that big com- uh, that big press conference, and he changed his mind, and he stayed at LSU. Um, at some point in time, when you become such a prominent opinion maker that you're connected directly with the sport, it doesn't behoove you to break news. Think about that. Like, what does Kirk Herbstreit, for example, gain by breaking a college football story? Nothing. I don't really think Stephen A. Smith gains very much because he's not in the business of reporting by and large he's in the business of opinion making so I don't think in a situation like this a guy like Stephen A gains very much by breaking news that's literally not his job there are lots of other people out there trying to break news he's in the opinion business Danny in Florida what's up Danny great yeah Danny you called us all right here's the deal I always have to use this example, but you, when I go to you, you need to be re- like, what are people doing? We've got 12 people lined up or whatever the heck it is on the phones right now. What are you doing? You called in to be on the show. It's like you're running down the basketball court. You're wide open at the three-point line, and I make a pass. you got to assume that the pass is coming. So if the name's not perfect, just start talking anyway. If it's not you or if I'm in the wrong area or something like that, if it's not you – then other people, then you get to practice what you're going to say, and then you recognize, oh, wait, he's actually talking to somebody else. Wouldn't you rather be accidentally talking into space than have me go to you after you wait for an opportunity to come on and share your opinion, and you're not ready, and you choke? Don't choke. Your call is to close out the hour, 877-996-6369. I'm Clay Travis. This is Outkick the Coverage on Fox Sports Radio, and LeBron James, he's a bitch. It's time for the Geico play of the day. On the day the Dodgers received the bad news of Clayton Kershaw being out four to six weeks with a back strain. Clayton Kershaw, by the way, according to one of our callers, the greatest athlete in the history of sports. They were down four to three to the Twins. Then in the bottom of the eighth, rookie sensation Cody Bellinger stepped up to the plate. And you can guess what happened next. 4-3 Minnesota. The count is 0-2 to Bellinger. And here's the pitch. A fly ball to center field. Granite going back at the wall. It's gone. A three-run home run for Cody Bellinger, who now has 28 home runs on the year and 15 of them in the seventh inning or beyond. Dodgers lead 6-4. to 
That audio, courtesy of our flagship AM570 LA Sports Dodgers Radio Network. That's your Geico play of the day. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. We are reacting to the Stephen A. Smith report that LeBron James said he would be tempted to beat Kyrie Irving's ass if he saw him in person. We'll play that audio for you again at the top of hour three. Lots of different calls out there. Let's go to Dan in St. Louis. Dan, what's up, my man? Clay, how you doing? Excellent. Okay, Clay, listen, I agree with Jason. Let me say this to you, first of all. I think that for you to be a, a lawyer or something, your premise do not match your conclusions at all. You jump to conclusions just because uh, 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 you have a little thing that, that has a fire. And, and, and the thing is, is that uh, Kyrie wants to be ret- uh, betrayed. It. Oh, since he said that, then uh, LeBron has to say what he said. Let me say this. Let me give you an example. An example is this, is that me and you and uh, Jason are sitting at the table eating. And uh, me and you are friends, and, you know, we're, we're acquaintance, okay? We, we play on the same team, and I come over your house, and you come over my house, and you heard that I wanted to be traded. That probably will hurt your feelings. And you say to uh, Jason, you know, I'm going to beat his ass. And, and, and Jason feels the same way, but even more. But he goes to Stephen A. Smith and says, yeah, LeBron wants to beat his ass. You know what I'm saying? Can I quote you on that? Oh, yeah, you can quote. Do you think, honestly, LeBron wants that to get out? Let me say this. There's this premise that he has done the opposite. If you, if, if you recall. So wait, uh, hold on. If left, you, so do you, oh, you don't it. want that to get out? Then what you no, do no, if no, you're no, LeBron no, James? You Let me tell you why you don't want that to get out. Okay, because but, the, but LeBron, then that's – but then that's LeBron James has to sit down with his posse and say, hey, when we're talking, i.e., it's just us, I don't want you taking my conversations to the media. That LeBron James shouldn't want to beat Kyrie Irving's ass then. He should want to beat his boy's ass for going to, Le- to Stephen A. Smith well, 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 and sharing his I, quotes. I, I say this. We'll see if any more quotes come out of LeBron's camp. But, but let me say this, though. The thing of it is is that he is the opposite. He had, uh, when, when he left Cleveland and the owner wrote that letter, do you think he might want to say, I want to beat his ass when he wrote that letter, that negative Again, letter about I'm not, LeBron James? Uh, thanks, for, thanks for the call. I'm not saying that privately LeBron James cannot make comments. Everybody makes comments that are different oftentimes privately than what they would say publicly. What I'm saying is LeBron James controls what his posse says or does. There's no way that this quote gets out without LeBron James saying, yeah, that's okay to use. That's just my thing. If it did, then LeBron James should be calling his boys right now saying, hey, when I talk to you privately, I don't want you sharing my quotes with Stephen A. Smith. I'd be furious if I were LeBron James. Just like you would be furious if one of your buddies took a private conversation and broadcast it publicly. And by the way, didn't just broadcast it publicly, broadcast it publicly. Like when I say didn't just broadcast it publicly, like you don't like somebody taking what you said at a conversation and telling somebody else at a different table. LeBron James's buddy took a private conversation and just broadcast it through Stephen A. Smith to every sports fan in America. So I don't believe I, I don't believe there's any way this gets out without LeBron James being okay with it. Bart in Michigan, what's up, Bart? Clay, I listen to the whole Fox Sports lineup every day. I got to tell you, man, you got one of the best supporting casts out there. Jason Martin was so good filling in for you. I really thought it was going to end a six-year drought. 
I got to be honest, though, he's right. This is a dead issue. The only reason it's an issue for you is because it falls into one of your three categories. Game of Thrones, Colin Kaepernick, and LeBron James. Move on. Tell me more about Game of Thrones. This is this is like the the funniest thing about this to me is the argument that this isn't a story. Like this is the biggest story we have had in weeks. Actual story. Like there's lots of different like sort of stories. Oh, RG three might get signed. Oh, Colin Kaepernick sent a tweet out. Oh, like this is a legitimately big story directly relating to two of the biggest stars in the NBA and involving maybe the biggest NBA media figure out there. Like, it's massive. If you're just waking up, we'll talk about what it is when we come back in Hour 3. Also, Casey Smith's going to join us. I hope that you are having a spectacular Tuesday. We are here. Don't be a bitch on Fox Sports Radio. Car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. And heat, the main cause of battery failure, so it's important to have a tough battery. Duralast batteries designed and tested to start in extreme temperatures up to 167 degrees. They're proven tough and sold only at AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Speaking of in the zone, the NBA offseason's been in the zone. It's the WWE meets sports, actual sports, as opposed to sports entertainment. And right now, the latest is Kyrie Irving demanding a trade. LeBron James has finally reacted, at least if you believe Stephen A. Smith's report via one of LeBron James's posse. Here is Stephen A. Smith yesterday on his radio show explaining LeBron James's mindset. Did not know that LeBron was coming back to Cleveland. So Kyrie was salty from that moment. Now, it doesn't mean that they had a contentious relationship. They've talked on many occasions. According to my sources, LeBron James has tried to appease him at every turn. A matter of fact, I had sources in LeBron James camp literally tell me, and I'm quoting, I'm quoting Charles, if Kyrie was, if Kyrie Irvin was in front of LeBron James right now, LeBron James would be tempted, quote, to beat his ass. Major story, in my opinion, if you believe Stephen A. Smith's reporting that LeBron James is saying he would be tempted to, quote, beat his ass meaning Kyrie Irving. I think this is crazy, 33-year-old man. You can react as well. We'll bring in the crew here momentarily. You can react. You can find me on Twitter at Clay Travis. And uh, Nick Benton says, you lost your man card and credibility when you talked about getting millions if LeBron hit you. You obviously went to a charter school. All right, charter school is a funny line there. But yeah, look, I'm 38 years old. I am not getting in a fight. Like, to me, the idea of suggesting that you might get into a fight as a grown man is a ridiculous proposition, right? The only way I'm fighting is if my family's in danger or if we're being attacked by terrorists and I'm the only person who can potentially save us. And frankly, I'm not sure whether I would do that or not. Am I the only person who sits around and thinks what they would do during a terrorist attack all the time? Like, I just assume there's going to be a terror attack everywhere and I got to decide whether or not I'm going to try to attack a terrorist. Like, at a sporting event. Am I going to be the guy who, like, cowers down and hides behind, like, my seat? Or am I going to try to, like, just tackle a terrorist? I think about that all. Does anybody, you guys, before we get into the LeBron James question, does anybody else think about what they would do during a terror attack going around the horn, Jason Martin? You would certainly be Theon in this situation. But, uh, <laughs> no, I would I've attack. always, I would, I've always, look, you don't know until you get in that situation. But, but have you thought about what would I've you do? Step in. Like, I'll tell you what. There was one incident with uh, w- the last girlfriend that I was. Super I don't want to hear a hero with. story. We're talking about. No, it's not even that. Which... I'm just. I'm suggesting that I stepped in front of a pretty uh, 
tough situation. It's not something I necessarily thought I would do until the moment came. I honestly do think I would be somebody that would go after him. I okay, so do. but you've thought about what you would do during a terrorist attack. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely something that's come up. Anytime you think of, you know, United 93 or anything that happened at 9-11, it's just, you're just like, could you have done that? Could I have done that? And I, I think maybe there's a want to believe there, but I do believe that I have it in me that that's something I would have done. Jason says, yes, he's thought about it. I'm not necessarily curious about what your action would be, but have you thought about it? I think about it all the time at sporting events because I think we're going to have – I mean, I don't think you can stop it from happening. At some point, a major terror attack at an American sporting event. Uh, Danny G and Justin, have you guys thought about that? Yeah, for sure, especially after what happened with 9-11 and the, the passengers on the plane that was on its way to Pennsylvania – I think we all stopped and thought about how we would respond in that same situation. So here's so an everybody example. Clay, wait, here's an example. I went to Survivor Series a couple of years ago to cover it for my radio show here in Nashville, a WWE event. And the night before, there was a legitimate ISIS threat that came through for the, for the uh, Phillips Arena. It was the Phillips Arena in Atlanta. And so it took hours to get in the building. There were all sorts of M16s and ARs and all that stuff outside, military personnel everywhere. And we discussed it. I was with two other guys, and we all discussed, you know, what this situation would be because we didn't know. Like, this seemed very, very legitimate to us, the way that it all came across, and it was even reported in all these national and international sources. And we all came to the same conclusion. Well, if we're going out, we're going out guns blazing. Like, that's just, like, I thought about it, and I know you've thought about it in the same way. We're sitting there in Tampa at the national championship game, and you think to yourself, you know, there's 70,000 people here. If you were going to get something done – you could really cause a lot of damage and, in a situation and the Super Bowl. Like, this. like I yeah, think Super it's Bowl, impossible. It's impossible to stop crazy. Like, uh, yeah, I, I am very confident that at some point in the next fifteen to twenty years, we'll have a major terror attack associated with sports. And I've said this before: if nine eleven were being redone, imagine instead of flying into the World Trade Centers and flying into the Pentagon. What if four different planes had taken off on a Sunday morning and flown into four different NFL football stadiums simultaneously, right? I mean, you could have theoretically had that happen, right? I mean, then there's all these different possibilities. I think sports is so intimately connected to Americana now. Obviously, you can see on the the, the side of, I think that's one reason why so many people react negatively to Colin Kaepernick is the national anthem is embedded to such an extent in our sports arena that people feel as if it is uh, it is a direct attack on America, even if, frankly, other people don't, that that's like that intimately connected. So I think most people who go to a sporting event have at some point sat around and thought, what would I do in the event that, a, uh, that an attack happened? I just bring that up. Obviously, I'm circling boxer. Like, if you want to pay me millions of dollars, I'll go fight Conor McGregor. I don't know what my dollar figure is, but I think probably for $10 million, I would get into a ring and fight Conor McGregor. I'd let him choke me out. I'd get knocked out, whatever it is, maybe $10 million. Although I'm a little bit nervous about that because my only value right now is that my brain works really well. So if my brain stops working because I get beaten up, then my ability to earn money disappears. But I'd have to be, anyway, the dollar figure. Otherwise, I'm not fighting. Like, the idea of getting into a fight when my life is not threatened is insane to me. So when I hear a grown man like LeBron James threatening to beat somebody up, who, by the way, is a foot shorter, about roughly, it seems like, and 100 pounds lighter, this just confirms to me that LeBron James is a bitch. Now, Jason Martin, you have been arguing you don't think this is a story. Do you not think it's a story because you don't trust Stephen A. Smith's reporting? What's your basis for this is not a story? 
all of it. First off, I don't think it's reporting because if it was reporting, he would have opened the show with it, and he did. So you, so your first crit- criticism is, and you can that I will buy into. Like anybody out there who says I don't believe Stephen A. Smith's reporting here, that's a fair position to take. Like right, you don't have to believe any reporter. My argument is I do believe him because I don't think he would risk his credibility on a story like this, as well as his connection to LeBron James's camp unless they were okay with this going out. But that's certainly a criticism, so I can buy that. All right, so many times in my life I've been guilty of it, friends have been guilty of it, people that I don't know, but I've been tertiarily close enough to have heard them say it, have done it, have said stuff to the effect of, man, that guy's annoying, I should beat his ass. Like, that is what I got out of this. I don't but know how many I, people I are in the room. I don't know the situation. I don't even know. First off, we don't even know the quote was attributed to LeBron. It wasn't that. It was somebody that's saying if he was in front of him, he would consider beating his ass. It's like, I mean, that's not some direct quote from LeBron anyway. It's just I feel like this is the biggest non-story ever. I don't think but it this- matters whatsoever. And I, I just I think it's completely useless. Like, this is just LeBron has done things that you can criticize without question. Any athlete has. But somebody saying it's not a threat. When you use the word threat, it's some kind of, like, active situation. And it's not. He didn't mean this at all. He don't want to beat but Kyrie's when it's reported, ass. See, here's the thing. When you allow your posse, one of your guys, to take something that you said and give it to the literal, I mean, this is not a joke, the literal biggest NBA reporter out there in terms of his ability to distribute information and have it consumed by more people than ever, right? Woj breaks more stories, but Stephen A. Smith has the ability to reach more people. I don't know what their Twitter feed is. I would guess, somebody can pull this up, I would guess Stephen A. Smith has five or six million people following him on Twitter, plus he has the entire megaphone of ESPN behind him, which is why this report and this audio is up right now on the front page of ESPN.com. Uh, like, they got 100% behind this. They're pushing it. They tweeted it out to their 40 million Twitter followers or That's whatever it, it is. Though, right? ESPN, what's that? I mean, that's it, though. Like I said, if you, even if you go to their website, it's not even a headline. Nobody has written an article. There's nothing except but this I don't, video I, I with think, the audio. I think There's you, no, I think nothing you there. overreacting to nobody has written an article about it. I mean, ESPN, I think you're overreacting to the story. No, no. I'm underreacting ESPN to it because it doesn't matter. ESPN shared this story. They've only shared two stories in the last seven hours. Well, what's they happened in sports, They shared the audio of Stephen A. Smith. Well, that means it's a story. Like, I don't no. understand the argument of it's not a story. It's not a story because we nobody's even talking about it. We spent an hour yesterday on Michael Phelps versus a great white shark. I don't know. Maybe that's an indictment of us. But <laughs> this idea, this idea, like you can criticize me for a lot, right? Any number of things, like everybody out there listening can. No question. What I do better than I think anybody is I know what people care about, right? And what sto- what are stories and what are not stories. The moment that I got up this morning and saw this story, I said, this is going to be the whole show. Like, Danny G and Justin can tell me. I was like, did you guys talk about this on the prior show? And they're like, no, we didn't We didn't talk about it. I'm like, do exactly. we have audio of this? And I'm like, this is, this is going to be the number one story all day long. It Everybody is, is reacting to this. I will bet you. We'll bet you a steak dinner since you've never uh, had a steak I'm with before. You. I'm with you on it. I will bet you a steak dinner that, and we'll let other people judge. People listening right now can call in tomorrow and agree or disagree with me. And by the way, if there's something crazy that happens – like in the next 45 minutes, right? I don't know what could happen, but remember back in the day when. No, I understand you know, suddenly, the caveat. No, I understand like, the caveat. Something I'm, crazy can yes, happen. And nothing else happens today. This, it's still not going to be the biggest story. It's going to be the biggest today. story by far. No. And unless, you know, look, I, I don't, you know, like I'm saying, like uh, Ezekiel Elliott could get 
get suspended for multiple games. Like a news story can break that's bigger. But right now, assuming there's not going to be a major story, this is by far the biggest story out there. Just, now, who, whose side so. are you on here, Danny G? Are you on my side or are you on uh, 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 Jason's side? Well, it's it's a tough question to answer, Clay, because I don't trust. No, it is. You don't trust Stephen A. No, it is because I don't trust the where the report came from. So you don't. But if it's true, is it a big story? Oh yeah, especially on the face-off shows like Undisputed and in First Take. It, now, it, I'm not sure. This will be an intriguing kind of journalistic question for you. I know a lot of the guys who work on Undisputed listen to this show as they uh, as they drive in to start their day. I, I don't know whether FS1 will cover it because Stephen A. is on First Take. Right, and, and that's they the don't argument, necessar- Clay. That's they the don't, thing. So it may block it no, off of that's that That's the thing. Show. It may become a big story only because ESPN loves to report on ESPN. No, and no. they but have I mean, a chance this, to report on ESPN and build were, Stephen A. Smith's radio If this radio were somebody audience. other than Stephen A., I think they would cover it as the lead story unquestioned on Undisputed. But I think what they might feel like is they're promoting their rival, and so they won't use this. But if it were a story that had been reported, let's say, by Adrian Wojnarowski, and they, then they would run with it 100%. But I think it's because it's directly Stephen A, and in particular, it's his voice. I would bet that they have never used, and this is a, this actually would be an interesting story if you're in sports media. I bet they have never used Stephen A. This is my guess. I don't watch the show because I do my three hours and then I go right. But I bet they've never used Stephen A's voice or reporting on any story on Undisputed before. And this is a good test because it's a massive story, in my opinion. Like anybody else reports this. It's the lead story for Undisputed. I think they might not use it because Stephen A. and Skip are now going head-to-head on their shows. I guarantee you they'll use it as the lead story on first take at you know 10 a.m. Eastern or whatever time that show starts. But, Justin, you don't think it's a story. I don't even I don't understand that it's not a story argument at all. I understand the I don't believe Stephen A. Smith's reporting. This is, to me indisputably a huge even, story clay before you go to justin even espn doesn't really think it's a story because the number one thing on their website is a think piece from zach lowe about potential trade partners for kyrie but irving that, i read That's that it. article no no but that article has been and i read that article this morning when i woke up woke up it's a good article um that article was that they've spent so long reporting on that that's a legitimate reported story this is like I, I that you don't think it's weird that there's all. not an article that goes along with Stephen no because A's audio? I, I I know how this stuff works a lot of times first of all how many people do they have who write opinion pieces at ESPN.com now I mean for NBA a lot because they're in the NBA business no they no. didn't get rid of straight, a, lot, a whole no, no. lot of their NBA straight guys. A, straight opinion piece not a uh, not a like well, there's not even a news article here though there's just the audio in one sentence that's it like nothing there's not even a place that you can comment like you can't even click on that video to go to a link and then comment on espn.com but what i'm saying is there are not very many opinion people on espn.com period now there's lots of writers but they're almost all breaking news or writing news ish pieces but yesterday in particular when there's nothing breaking but who's or the person who's writing? Breaking. Nobody I mean, honest, is writing. Like a who's story. who's the national columnist? I don't know. Dave McMenamin could have done it no, in no, Cleveland. No. Brian Winhorse no, no. could have done it. it in those Cleveland. guys are not. Those guys are not opinion guys. 
I'm not saying it has to be an opinion piece, Clay. I'm saying there's not even a news piece. Like, there's not even a report. There's no headline. It's not that it's not they an tweeted it out from. I think this is. I think this is way in the weeds from you. They don't have a lot of opinion people. Stephen A. Smith is their opinion person, right? Like, who is? And this is just an, a straight up question. Who is national sports columnist at ESPN? The difference between reporter and a columnist. Like, I mean, somebody who is only existing at ESPN.com to write opinion pieces. Is it Michael Wilbon? Like, I don't I mean, even, listen, do listen, even, listen, 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 listen. Do they right. even top, have a guy? Top, right now, top headlines, ESPN, just the NBA page now, not even the main page. Sources, Rose Cavs agree to one-year deal. Cavs vet Jefferson understands Irving's stance. Warriors Green being sued over alleged assault. LeBron's dough rises behind pizza investment. Those are the top four stories. Yeah, but the that, next that's, three are also not the LeBron Top headlines that is different. Happen. Like, when you go to the website, which massive Kyrie Irving trade will actually happen is the lead. And that's a really good, well-reported story about all the potential trades. That's a news story. And then immediately beneath that is a one-minute and 30-second audio where you click and play. Like, and they it. couldn't feature a video or audio any higher than they're featuring right now those quotes. We'll take your calls. Um, I, I think the is it a story or not is a crazy question. I think do you believe Stephen A. Smith – that's a more interesting question because the way this story comes out, uh, on his radio show, Stephen A. Smith says he's spoken to LeBron James's camp, confirmed that James is upset with the Cavs point guard because he's been dragged into the trade rumors, and the headline, in bold, source said LeBron would be tempted to beat Kyrie's ass. I go after ESPN all the time. I don't know how much more aggressively they could cover it than they are right now. Fox Sports Radio, your calls, 877-996-6369. We'll talk to Casey Smith at the bottom of the hour. We'll see what she thinks. Is she right and on my side, or is she wrong and on Jason Martin's side? This is Fox Sports Radio. Live from the Geico, Fox Sports Radio studios. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. Unpacking the absurdity that is the relationship between Kyrie Irving and LeBron James, the latest Stephen A. Smith says that sources close to LeBron James said that if LeBron saw Kyrie now, he would be tempted to kick his ass. Going to your calls, finishing off, then going to talk to Casey G-Dub in Cincinnati. What's up? What's going on, Clay? I appreciate you taking my call, man. I thought it was going to be a bitch move, and you would, like, take numerous calls of people that agree with you and, like, make the people that disagree with you hold on for hours, but you didn't do that because you wouldn't do that, Clay. Cause that I don't even know. Move. Jason Martin can can t- tell me to agree with you on this. I don't even know what uh, what positions people have, by and large. Well, well good, because, like I said, that would be a bitch move. Let me, let me say this. I, I agree with, with J-Mart and, and, and Justin. And I've looked from ABC News to Yahoo. I don't know if there's a Z-Net sports network, but they don't have it as their uh, headline on their sports page. I believe that Stephen, what Stephen A. Smith said is true. I actually listened to his show, and by the way, I think Stephen A. Smith thanks you for propping up his show. But this is a throwaway line, Clay. I mean, quite honestly, man, you've taken this so far to the right, and, you've, and again, you triggered by LeBron or Kaepernick or some other story that uh, you've taken this to its further extent. Uh, this is one of those cases where you're one of your boys, you're mad at him. You say, boy, if he was in front of me, I would smack the you-know-what out of him. This That's is different. Look, this I don't about. understand how people don't <laughs> understand the difference between that and going to – stop, 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 stop. I don't understand how people don't understand the difference between a conversation at a bar and one that is shared with the reporter that has the largest 
and opinion maker that has the largest single audience in the entire NBA. This, to me, is insane that people don't understand the difference between that. If you want to have a private conversation and you're joking around with your buddies and you're like, man, I'm so mad at Kyrie Irving, I would beat his ass. First of all, that's strange, I think, for a 30-something-year-old man to say because if you're in your 30s and you're talking about getting into fights, then that's a weird comment. Like, I haven't said at any point in time in my 30s or even probably in my upper 20s, if I saw that guy, I would beat his ass. What? Like, I don't fight for a living. Why would I intentionally agree to hit anybody or allow anybody to hit me? I wouldn't do it. I mean, it's stupid. The same thing I would tell my kids. Like, unless you're in danger, don't get in a fight. It makes absolutely no sense. It's dumb. All right? Secondly, when you make these comments and then a member of your posse, a member of your crew, takes them to the media member with the biggest possible audience in all of sports for the sport that you play in, that's a big difference. Like the fact that people don't understand that distinction, as soon as you go tell Stephen A. Smith this, and then he broadcasts it to millions of people, and SportsCenter and ESPN both just broadcast this to an audience of 75 million people on Twitter. ESPN has only tweeted two things in the last seven hours from their official account. One is this report from Stephen A. Smith. All right, go look at at ESPN. I don't know how many tens of millions of followers they have, but they've only shared two stories, the last I checked, in seven hours. One of them is this Stephen A. Smith story. So they are broadcasting it as aggressively as they possibly can. They just opened SportsCenter with this story. So the difference between you talking privately with your buddies and you then having one of your buddies share this story with Stephen A. Smith is seismic. Can, can I ask you a question real quick, Clay? Yeah. Why would LeBron want this story out? What? How does it benefit him at all? I have no idea. So but that, th- th- but that, like, doesn't that make not like I don't know? Wouldn't that make you question this? That no, it's not I, somebody again, super close to LeBron. Here, here's the bigger question: Why would Stephen A. Smith make it up? I'm not saying that he made it up. I'm saying that his source isn't somebody like directly. It's not Maverick Carter, somebody that close to him, because this doesn't do LeBron any favors at all. The whole thing was that he's mad that his name's being dragged through the mud with these trade rumors. But this just drags his name through the mud more. Not a single analyst like I think yourself no, is going to be like, a, oh. I think it's probably a miscalculation. Honestly, I think they thought like, oh, this is going to make LeBron look better. This is going to show what a bitch Kyrie is. Yeah. I mean, just because you – like, it's clear that, in my opinion, there's no way this gets out from LeBron James unless he wants it out. I mean, just – here's a better question for you. How many stories about LeBron James have come out from sources that have been negative? Close to LeBron James. How is this not not negative? I, I don't – I mean, I, I think it depends on your perspective. I think there are lots of people out there that don't think this is a bad look for LeBron at all. What? How, how could anybody possibly think that LeBron saying that he wants to beat Kyrie's ass is not a bad look? I think him? there are tons of guys listening to us right now that are tweeting me, I know, who don't think this is a bad look for LeBron. Is this a bad look for LeBron, Jason Martin? Yeah, it's a terrible look for LeBron. It, you just it said seems, you don't believe it. Petulant. I know, but it's still a bad look. That's why I think it. I think what Justin saying makes complete sense. Maverick Carter's entire thing has been making smart moves. 
and becoming again. You know, if you want to argue, the only possibility here for for the angle that you want to take is that Stephen A. Smith is making it up. No, the only He's not argument be, is that look, this is a the, comment that everybody the, makes with their boys at some point in the locker room, and it's not ridiculous to think a thirty three year old guy would say that. I'm fifty three year old guys would say that. It's no, not abnormal at all. Just because you might not say it is one thing, but if you are a grown man. And you are talking about fighting another grown man, and you are not in danger for your life. You are an idiot. You're acting like he really wants to fight him. He's not. He's just pissed okay, at him so because he's ridiculous. So he's just like, God, I would this, beat his ass if he was in front of me. That's is, all this, this makes, is. This makes no sense. No, the fact that you're making a mountain out of this at all is what makes no sense. This is zilch. Zero. The, you are. The, this is literally the dumbest argument you've ever made. It's ESPN has shared two stories. Like I come on a ESPN all. What the would time. they share though, Clay? We know what's going on in the sports world as this well. Is, this is. Look, I'm on ESPN all the time. When your lead NBA opinionist says that LeBron James. Would is tempted to beat Kyrie Irving's ass if they were the same place. That is a massive seismic right, story. To ESPN's credit, they have shared this as aggressively as they possibly can. It's the lead story on SportsCenter. They've only sent two tweets in the last seven hours. One of them is this story. The other is about a sporting event that's currently airing, I believe. And... It's the only audio or video on the front page of ESPN.com. I rip ESPN all the time. But when you're lead ESPN opinionist, and that's what Stephen A. Smith is, there's literally no one with an opinion on NBA at all of ESPN has this story. You have to have it as the lead. Zero doubt. Eric and Augusta. What's up, Eric? Hey, first of all, first of all, thanks for wasting another 30 minutes of my life for the proof why I – can't stand your show. Uh, I'm glad I missed the hour yesterday about Michael Phelps. Uh, again, you're going to be on TMZ in 10 years. This is going to be outkick the covers with Jason Martin. Uh, but listen, you talk about how a man doesn't say uh, caught season beat somebody's ass. Let me tell you something else that a grown man doesn't say. A grown man doesn't talk about other people being a bitch. Yeah, he does. A grown man doesn't. A talk bitch about deserves to be called a bitch. Huh? A Period. grown man doesn't talk about cuddling other people's balls. No, he no, that's what Brian do Windhorst does for a living. He what, coddles what? LeBron James's Grown balls. He holds them actually play. in his palm, and he palpates Grown them, and he says, "Are they comfortable? Are they warm? Are they are they cold enough? Do you need me to blow on them? What would you like me to do?" That's what Brian Windhorst does for LeBron James. Every little story that he wants, like he just holds his balls in his hands, and he's like, "Do you feel better? Are you, do you need me to cup them a little bit tighter? Is there anything I can do, LeBron, to make your balls more comfortable?" That's what Brian Windhorst does all day. I guarantee you, go check his text messages. It's like, "How are your balls?" That's what he texts LeBron James all day. How are your balls? Are your balls good? Are they comfortable? Do they feel better? Dan Patrick and Rich Eisen won't give this shit. This. You just cursed. Guy calls in, can't handle himself. Dan Patrick and Rich Eisen? Do you think I want to beat Dan Patrick or Rich Eisen? 60-year-old dudes talking about sports? I like Dan Patrick's show. You think that's who I'm like? You know who I'd like to be one day? Rich Eisen. I'd like to be on the NFL Network and palpate the balls of NFL athletes all day long. That's what I would like to do. Are you kidding me? The guy has never had an interesting opinion in his life. Rich Eisen? Colin Cowherd, talented dude. Super talented. Jason Whitlock, super talented guy. Those are the people I would look at at Fox Sports and say, those guys are really good at what they do. Howard Stern is the guy I would look at and say, man, that guy's really good at what he does. Rich Eisen? Give me a break. 
dude hasn't ever had an opinion that's interesting in his entire life. Let's go to break, then we'll talk to Casey Smith. I'm Clay Travis. This is Fox Sports Radio. Welcome back. Fox Sports Radio Studios brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. If you're looking to sell your car, there's now a new, better way to do it with TrueCar. It's fast, it's easy, and it's the best way to price your car from the comfort of home. When you're ready to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out TrueCar.com slash trade today. I am Clay Travis. This is Outkick the Coverage. Joining us now, Casey Smith, K-A-Y-C-E Smith on Twitter. Casey, LeBron James says he's tempted to beat Kyrie Irving's ass. Story or non-story? Well, first of all, I'm losing my voice, so bear with me, and I'm probably going to lose it even more because I have to tell you, Clay, I disagree with you on this. I think that this is being way overblown. I think it's the middle of the summer, and any time a dude says, oh, I want to beat somebody's ass, I think that guys say that all the time. So, I don't know. I think Grown-ass men to the largest reporter who covers your sport? If Jerry, (laughs) you're a Cowboys fan. If Tony Romo said he wanted to beat Dak Prescott's ass, that's not a massive story if he says it to Adam Schefter? I also think that Adam Schefter usually is reporting more straight facts than Stephen A. Smith. All I'm right, not that's taking a anything crit- away If you don't Stephen believe a. Stephen A. Smith, then that's an angle you can go down. I 100% will support that. But if just think about it in a Cowboys perspective. If Dak Prescott had been upset or Tony Romo had been upset one with the other and they had said, I want to beat his ass, I'd be tempted to beat his ass if I saw him in person or back in the day. If Aaron Rodgers had been upset with the way that Brett Favre kept going back and forth of whether he was going to retire or whether he was not going to retire, and Aaron Rodgers had said, I'm tempted to beat his ass over this whole trade situation with with Brett Favre, like that would be the number one story in the NFL by far. In fact, we haven't even seen anything close to it. Like if if Tom Brady, let's Tom Brady and LeBron James are basically the same guy, right? Uh, both dominating their sport right now. If Tom Brady got upset because Rob Gronkowski decided that he wanted to demand a trade and said he would be tempted to beat his ass if he saw him in person, like that would be a massive story in the NFL. So, like, if you don't believe Stephen A. Smith's report, that's one thing, but take it outside and put it in another sport. Tom Brady saying it about Gronk, Aaron Rodgers saying it about Brett Favre. Take it into the world of the NFL. It's a massive story. If 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 Richard Sherman, like all the attention that Richard Sherman got around the whole relationship that he has with uh, Russell Wilson. There's been a huge amount of coverage of the trash talk that he's given Russell Wilson. If he said about Russell Wilson during his contract negotiations, I'm tempted to beat his ass over this. He needs to decide whether he wants to be on this team or not be on this team. It would be the number one story in America, and everybody would be talking about it. I don't disagree with you on that. First of all, I think that it depends on how it was said and who it was said to. Because what I'm picturing is that LeBron may have said, "Oh my, like, if I see Kyrie right now, I want to beat his ass for letting this get out. And then somebody took it to Stephen A. or whoever it may be and said that and didn't give any context of how the conversation happened and said, oh, LeBron's ready to kick his ass as opposed to him just making kind of a side comment in passing. I think that's different, but I also think the NBA treats each other differently than the NFL. They always have these dumb Instagram fights. They get on each other on social media. We're seeing Draymond Green and Conor McGregor going after each other. Like, you don't see that happen in the NFL near as much. And if you do, yeah, it's a bigger story because the NFL is a tighter run ship, I think. But I just don't see that if LeBron James really wanted to kick Kyrie's ass and it was actually like 
something that was going to happen and it's that bad that it would be, I feel like more people would be talking about it. I think Stephen A. Smith probably heard from somebody while LeBron was saying, oh, my, you know, my ex-teammate's just being a bitch right now, and now it's a story. I just don't, I think it's a bigger thing. Kyrie just wants out of Cleveland, and LeBron probably wants him out of Cleveland at this point, and this is just continuing that narrative until that happens. And it is the NBA as the WWE. We'll see exactly what continues to come out of this. Um, on the uh, on the NFL front, you're a Cowboys fan. What's your opinion right now of Ezekiel Elliott? It's really difficult for me because he's like he's being entitled by Jerry Jones, and I mean that's the bigger thing. I am a Cowboys fan, grew up in Dallas, but they, he has no control over these guys. I mean, we're talking about the same owner that signed Greg Hardy, which I was you know not on board with at all. So. Zeke, to me, I think that he, he keeps doing these like little tiny things. Now, the domestic violence thing, you never really know what happened. I always want to side with the woman because I am one. So you want to believe that. But at the same time, like getting the speeding ticket, you know, the thing that happened at the St. Patrick's Day Parade, all of those things that are adding up just tells me he's just an entitled kid that thinks he can do whatever he wants. And until Jerry Jones does something about that, I think we're going to continue to see him in the headlines. So I don't know if this is a situation where – he was entitled at Ohio State, which wouldn't shock me because of who their head coach is. And then you see... Live from the Geico, Fox Sports Radio Studios. Great news. Quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. want to welcome in Fox Sports 1450, no other affiliate. We continue to rack them up. Tucson, Arizona. New All Sports Station started there on Monday. Market manager, former UCLA Bruin and New York Giants player Mike Safer. Uh, they're going to have us on from 3 to 9 a.m. Arizona time every day, six straight hours. Welcome in the crew there. Uh, we have been reacting. I would encourage you guys to go download the podcast. We've been reacting all day to the insanity that is the NBA. Um, and if you're not downloading the podcast, I guarantee you'll love it. Go download, search OutKick on iTunes. Got an afternoon show, Periscope and Facebook Live as well. Lots of fun and frivolity and disagreement, contention, discord in today's show. Who should we go to, Jason Martin? we got time for maybe one or two more. Let's go to David in Virginia. David in Virginia, what's up? Hey, what's going on? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out why everybody's hating it so hard on Irving to begin with. If you remember before the finals, every reporter in the country was trying to figure out where LeBron was going next, where he's going to the Lakers, yep. almost relishing in the idea of him leaving Cleveland. Yet when Kyrie considered it, it's a crime against Cleveland and LeBron. Amen. If you're a player on LeBron's team, you can't leave unless he says so. It's further proof LeBron is a diva and a bitch. Thanks, Clay. Great call. Smart guy there. Dale in Austin. What's up, Dale? Hey, what's going on? Um, hey, uh, first of all, I don't believe that uh, LeBron said that about, you know, he's going to beat Kyrie's uh, ass. Yeah, uh, so you don't I'm believe Stephen A's reporting. You know, we have a saying, uh, you know, putting a little crap in the game, but, but we use the other word. And I think that, you know, he's doing that to see who jumps on the bandwagon because it's a story. It's been a story all weekend. And I think LeBron is more professional than that, uh, just like, you know, uh, Peyton Manning or Aaron Rodgers or, or Tom That's Brady, why I appreciate the know. call. That's why I use those guys as an example. They would 100% if Tom Brady said this about Rob Gronkowski, it would be an unbelievable blockbuster story. Dan in Florida. What's up, Dan? Yes, I just totally think that uh, this is a – I don't trust the stories. I think the story is bogus. When you look at LeBron's career since high school, he's always been about his image. 
You're talking about assault. Do you think he's going to put that image of himself out there? So you don't believe the story. I think that's that's a legitimate criticism you can have. Let's get John in New York City. I got about 30 seconds for you, John. Hit me fast. I just think LeBron and his posse are a bunch of bitches, no matter what, (laughs) even if this story is not true, okay? They're posse, okay? They get all upset when they get called a posse. All right, I got to let you go because I got a heart out here. I wanted to get everybody in. I appreciate all the calls. What a way to end. Uh, fantastic show. Appreciate all the uh, feedback. You can find me on Twitter at Clay Travis. I'd encourage you to go download the podcast. Make sure that you don't miss it at all. My thanks to Jason Martin, even though he's totally wrong today, to Danny G and to Justin. We'll be back tomorrow. Same bad time, same bad channel, 6 a.m. on Fox Sports Radio. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You know, in today's world, it seems the best treatment is reserved only for a few. Well, Discover wants to change that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in life, you'll feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card limitations apply.